Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because all us three, we're back from a hiatus, mm -hmm. uh, you know, rising from the ashes of our internet problems and then, you know, lack of uh, gameplay that has brought a lack of inspiration on our part or my part mostly. Uh, but we're back to talk about this Big Brother 22, Big Brother All-Star season that cannot get over fast enough, it seems All -Stars? like. All-Stars? Yeah, it's the 22nd season of Big Brother. We'll call it that. Uh, it's like the Washington football team. This is the Big Brother season. Um, we'll, we'll just call it that for now. Uh, give it a name at a later date. But we're going to go over what's going on in the house and mostly what's not going on in the house, but what's happening in the house on Thursday night, which is the first ever triple eviction in Big Brother US. Uh, we're going to talk scenarios. We're going to talk what we hope happens. And maybe a little bit, we'll talk about what's happening in the house, which is not that much, but there's still some stuff to discuss. Uh, and we'll get to it. We are live here on YouTube and on Twitch. Uh, so everyone in the chat, give us your thoughts about the season whether they're good or bad or if you have good thoughts i'd be surprised i I'd be, i would really like to know the positive the positive thoughts that go along with the season so if you have any please share them with us um as always if you aren't subscribed to the channel please subscribe if you want to like this video that would help us out a ton if you want to join our facebook group and talk big brother 24 7 i don't know why you would these days but if you do that link is also in the description below my name is barrett joining me as always is the lovely roxy hotman and daniel icon brown i will start with uh roxy how are we feeling about these yes. remaining players in the Big Brother house? <laughs> the same as I felt last time. Not super great, but this is what we have. This is what we're stuck with. And it just is what it is. That I think that's what it boils down to. And I should have mentioned that uh, Roxy is our expert cartographer for the evening. If you look at her background, you will see as such. Uh, Daniel, how are you feeling about the remaining Big Brother house guests? Um, colorful, very colorful. Uh, I I what? really what? Roxy, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Roxy is already wow. So the last time I had the internet troubles, now this time, Roxy gets I to have asked the internet you. Problems before if i needed to move back to the other end of the house no you were doing good though that's the thing you were doing really mm -hmm. solid yeah. up until just now but uh daniel i'm sorry you were feeling very col colorful about the rest of the, the big brother house guests yeah uh not quite i i'm like really disappointed that i tweeted out a few days ago that why did we think having a big brother all-star season in 2020 would be a good idea because it wasn't <laughs> um nothing can go right this year clearly and i don't know it's really boring i've not been very invested and i don't think a lot of the fandom has been it's been kind of icky just to watch uh the same people get nominated back to back we've had eight nomination ceremonies and the repeat noms are ridiculous uh, out of those eight and yeah, not feeling too great about this season. Right. And I think this has officially surpassed the point of any sort of BB-19 comparison. And I think we've moved straight to BB-16. Uh, I don't know if you guys agree, because but this whole season has slowly felt more and more like Big Brother 16 to me. And now we're at the point where it is. It absolutely is Big Brother 16. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. You know it, it is. is. Roxy, 
It is. I just feel like, I mean, I feel like some of the people that were in the end part were at least more watchable than what's now. And I just mean some of the people in 16, not all of them. Some of Um, them were more watchable. I I understand that. Uh, (laughs) But, and I guess in another sense, we didn't get rid of all of the... I guess in 16, the people that who got who, who got evicted at the beginning of the game were less likable in a large, to some extent, than the people who got evicted at the beginning part right. of this season. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have 16 with an all-newbie season, and then we have Big Brother All-Stars, too. It's a little bit different when it, in terms of who you like and who you don't like and the difference between those two. Um, but it just feels like the Big Alliance, the same nominations every single week. Uh, everyone, the big alliance yes. gets what they want every single week. That's the Big Brother 16 that I'm feeling, and it's the same kind of interest. In, I think the only thing with Big Brother 16, I know people hate it uh, that I say this uh, because it's like speaking uh, Voldemort's name. But in the Big Brother fandom, <laughs> watching Derek Lavasser was kind of fun in Big Brother 16 uh, with how he manipulated people. And I know I see Daniel's eyes. I know I said it. I can say it. Maybe I don't feel the same way about Derek Lavasser. In some extent, I still I still like Derek Lavasser. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, but uh, 16 definitely had its perks, whereas this season doesn't really have its perks, uh, which is why I think a lot of people are just kind of teetered what off. What were the 16 perks? What were I the perks know. of 16? Yeah. Uh, Donnie Thompson? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I guess... <laughs> Uh, knowing that Frankie Grande was not going to win probably at this point in the season is when we, everyone kind of turned on him and it was kind of like it was beautiful to watch uh, but I don't know it, it feels like there's eight Frankie Grandes though on this season I think <laughs> I think that's also a large difference but um, moving on from that I think there's eight Cody's and the actual Cody's more like the Derek of it all <laughs> okay now i don't know about that okay how is that a ridiculous comparison it's not ridiculous it's just like cody well it is ridiculous because it's insinuating that cody has a brain derek has a brain i think cody does he's not cody and derek have done the same thing if you from what i can see i don't know about that cody hasn't really had to think cody hasn't really had to do much this season Except Daniel, that, Daniel didn't I mean, watch season 16. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So <laughs> we're season 16. I mean, he really doesn't. He doesn't know. Cody is nothing like he's like second rate. He's not even second rate. He's like fourth rate Derek at this point. Right. And, and in, in 16, you had the detonators surrounding Derek. Derek's like, what if we did this to do this? And what if we did this to do that? All right, everyone go do that. Whereas you go to Cody and he's just like, like, I don't like, what if we, like, I just don't know. Like, 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 and then it's just that on repeat. It, there's a large difference between Cody and Derek. And you can say that Derek kind of insulated Cody for the season. If you want to believe all the preseason rumors, if we want to believe all the pre-gaming rumors, then this is just Derek's game again uh, that Cody is just kind of going along with because he's set himself up to have this large alliance that's won almost every single competition in the season. And he hasn't had to do anything, uh, which is, you know, great for Cody, but he wasn't, he's not the, he's not the one making the moves here. He's very aware of his standing in the game. And he's very smart when it comes to, oh, this person isn't going to target me. This person isn't going to target me. He knows who to target. 
that's what he has going for him. But as far as like his gameplay, if he had to think for himself, mm-hmm. I don't have any confidence that Cody could play the game. Zero. Um, I mean, I'm not a big Cody fan like at all, but I do think that y'all are not giving him enough credit, right? I don't think he's a bad. I, mean, I don't think he's doing horrible this season, but I I think you're giving him too much credit. I'm trying to find a middle ground. Well, I mean, also coming from me, I don't think Derek's like that great. I think he's very overhyped. So maybe because you didn't watch it until after the se- like several seasons later, you finally watched it. And so when he played, the game wasn't like it is now. I mean, I'm not saying that he didn't give people the idea to play in this um, mob mentality steamroll. And so that kind of gives you like a bias when you go back and watch him. At the time, it was fine because people didn't play that way before. That was his like he had to play around things. Well, season 16 was the second season that I watched. So I watched season 17, then went to season 16 right after. So I feel like to write off my opinion just because I didn't watch it live is like kind of weird. It's a little weird, Roxy. I'll admit it. It's it's really strange. (laughs) Almost as strange as the three maps that you have behind you. I mean, (laughs) it's season 16 that every single like uh i mean obviously not this season but in previous seasons like all the newbie cast Mm -hmm. they like throw season 16 at them and like it's just been emulated like over and over again and And that's the problem horrible yes that's the problem which is why derek gets so much hate well and other things that's why i'm saying at the time people didn't hate him the way that they do now and i think your opinion of him is biased because of the order in which you watch the show. And you all didn't opinions watch are biased in some degree. but This is how true. Was, but how was it biased in the order? I watched the season second. I don't think that you did. Watch. I think you just made that shit up right now. But, okay. <laughs> I definitely didn't. I definitely watched. I don't believe you. 17 and then 16. I went backwards. No, 17's the first season. Is 17 not the first season that Daniel did with us? No, 18. No, 18 was the first. 17 was the first one he watched. Yeah, I mean. Hey, the facts stand. Yes. Uh, I'm not a liar. <laughs> well, that's debatable. Moving from BB-16 uh, to its uh, evil twin. Uh, Cody is the current <laughs> HOH. Cody nominated, as we saw in last night's episode, Kevin and David. And since this is going to be such a spoilerific podcast, I should mention... Uh, and you've probably seen it 10 times already on the text, scrolling text at the bottom of the screen. Uh, but Cody also has won the power of veto, and as of today, did not use it, leaving Kevin and David on the block come Thursday night, where three people will be evicted from the Big Brother All-Star house. Are we shocked that Kevin and David are on the block? No. I'm floored. Have we been shocked by anything this season? Another no. Did we? (sighs) I I was shocked by the triple news, which is probably going to be the highlight of the season. Yeah, actually, I do take everything back. I was shocked by the triple eviction announcement. That was absolutely mind-blowing. I'm so glad they're doing this. I'm so glad they're just... Because as of Thursday, one of the committee will probably be out of the house, and that will just be monumental. It'll be monumental. Finally, we can, I, I, hopefully, 
it'll at least kickstart something for the remainder of the game and some people's game levels will just skyrocket from there until finale night and if that's the case i just need something i need something i need something to make me feel good about this season and if it is good from the final six on that'll be something i can look forward to but i don't know uh Let's, let's talk about this triple eviction. The first okay. one in Big Brother U.S. history, we had a triple eviction on Canada, as has been pointed out many, many times. Obviously, in Canada, it was a little bit different than what I think they're going to do on Thursday, and we can talk about this. Um, in Canada, correct me if I'm wrong, Daniel, since you're, the, you're more of the Canada expert than I am, they had <laughs> their regular eviction, but for the second round, the HOH nominated three people, and then they did mm -hmm. the veto. And then at the eviction, people voted on who they wanted to stay safe. Correct? Yes. And the yeah. other two they went. Yeah. Save one of the three. Yeah. And okay. the other two get evicted. I don't think that's how they're going to do it. But HOH can't play in veto. But other than that, you got it. Okay. HOH can't play in veto? Yeah. For the triples in Canada, they draw four random players instead of the HOH competing with the nominees. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know about that part. Um, but Thursday, we're going to have a two hour episode. So do you guys think they're just going to space out the first eviction a little bit more than they normally would? And then just have that form of a, a triple where they have three nominees, or do you think we're actually going to go eviction, HOH POV eviction, HOH POV eviction? That's what makes sense because otherwise, why are we having a two hour episode? I mean, Canada does it in an hour. It would be the same time frame to do a triple and a double if it, we were doing it the Canada way because, I mean, the only thing that is different is, like, uh, the format of the game is different, not the structure of, like, the competitions and stuff like that. So that the fact that we have two hours makes me believe that we're just going to go back-to-back -back with, like, two weeks, I guess, so to say. I, I think that's a likely option. Uh then again, it's hard to imagine they're going to do so many different competitions all in one night. But at the same time, I guess they could easily just repeat competitions for two separate rounds if they wanted to. But that would be kind of like a that'd be that'd be a weird thing to do. But I could see them doing that. It just I don't know, because that's literally H.O.H. POV it, four different competitions uh, in the span of about an hour and a half, give or take, depending on how early they start the first eviction. I don't know. It seems a little bit much. Roxy, what do you think? Well, I was just wondering, like, you know, sometimes they do competitions that are not um, in the Big Brother house. They're, like, next door. But I don't know how they would do that on live. I just don't know. They can't fit everything in there. They're going to have to reuse something. It'll probably be, like, questions or something that gets reused in some way. Right. Um, I could see that. Sense. So, I mean, because I just uh, logistically, I don't think it's possible to fit for different types of competitions back there. So they have to reuse something in some capacity unless they do something indoors, like have something roped off to do indoors, maybe somewhere. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But. In Celebrity Big Brother, they did indoor comps during the doubles. I I don't know. That's just something that I thought of. Also, in Big Brother 21, I just like get a flashback to uh, Prank Week and when they were outside for the HOH and then the, the <laughs> it dropped the, what was that? The curtain behind them falls and it's like a new comp. Like, what if they do that? <laughs> I, mean, I really don't know. 
I like I like what Roxy said. I think they could just do two different question competitions because you could easily switch that out between even it doesn't even have to be the same one technically. Like A and B, and they could switch it out to be a true and false question the next time. Like it, it's the same setup, just a different style of how they ask the questions. I think that could be a case. Uh, but then again, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to pace it either. Like maybe they'll pace out the first eviction like a normal episode uh, and have the eviction go up until like the 45 minute mark. And then they'll just do everything from there uh, in a little bit of faster pace. I don't know how, I just don't know how they're going to stretch it out differently. Uh, I hope they just get it started because I don't want any more. I, I just don't think they could fill, you know, 30 minutes of fluff uh, with different, uh, like past clips and DR sessions like they normally do for an eviction episode. This week isn't just that kind of week. We like Kevin's going unanimously and there's no question about it. I don't know what they could possibly do uh, for like 45 minutes. What if they bring back that competition? I think it was like last using the other all-stars. So it would be cool to bring it back when uh, Allison was like answering questions for the HOH and they had to like guess what Allison would answer. I think that was the first, the second HOH. Uh, what if they do it, Kevin? Like, that would be a, a way to incorporate a different question comp. I don't know. I Theories, theories. There's a lot of scenarios here. Scenarios. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Cause we've never had this before. It's kind of exciting. Like It's the little bit of excitement that we can have for Y'all this like, season. This possible, I mean, and watch it just be three nominees. But do y'all like this idea more so than the three nominees or no? Uh, it probably would depend on who wins HOH, if I'm going to be completely honest. But <laughs> I, but I think with three nominees, um, depending on who wins HOH, David, like if David doesn't win HOH on Thursday, then he is one of those nominees automatically, which means that two other committee members or Enzo are going to be up on the block, meaning that they're probably going to save Enzo more than they would like a David or if any other committee member is on the block next to like Christmas or Danny, who are like the top two targets with people. Uh, it seems like besides with uh, Danny, who wants to target Memphis. Um, I feel like if we if we're rooting for David, if we want David to stay, uh, if I'm just saying if you want to keep David in the game, you don't have to root for David. But since David is not a committee member or really a part of any alliance, uh, if you want him to stay, I think the best bet is to not have a three nominee uh, scenario because he's going to be one of those evicted every single time. So yeah. I would, Unless, I would say I'd rather. That, do you think they would put up like David, Danny, Nicole and save David or no? Say that again. I'm sorry. Like uh, Danny, David, Nicole all face eviction and they save David. I feel like that's a possible scenario. That would be interesting. Yeah, I feel like that's one way David could stay is if they put up an obvious duo. Uh, I but I feel like that's the only way he stays. But David's or even gonna... like Danny Christmas, David. I don't know. I feel like there's some Ooh. some scenarios that he maybe slides by if the right conversations happen, right? In the different rooms at the right time. But uh, yeah, I personally think that it'd be really fun to just sit back and almost watch like Big Brother on like the times. 45 speed and just have them walk out do hoh noms veto eviction hoh noms veto i mean we never had it like back to back to back like that so i'm excited right oh gosh this is this is a lot to take in because now i'm trying to think and i'm gonna have to divert to my notes for a second just to look at because as of right now if nicole wins hoh 
Memphis seems to be her number one target with Tyler as like a backup target. So if it's the three nominees, Nicole wins HOH. I'm guessing she nominates Memphis, Tyler, and David, possibly. I don't know. Like it really make it's really gonna make them show their cards a little bit earlier if it is the three nominees, which I think is a big positive of that. Um but also it's just I don't know. I feel like there's so much more room for error if we really want like two committee members to go. Uh better yet, if we just want David to stay or Enzo, but he's Enzo is an honorary committee member, if we're gonna be completely honest here. Um but I don't know. That this like it, uh, J Jobs in the chat is wanting to know what Roxy thinks. So I, I'm going to also, I also want to know what Roxy thinks. So if Roxy could think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, what do I think about like the scenarios of who might go home? What do you think about the possibility of three nominees? It was just, oh, let's throw you, it out John. there. We got a little donation in the chat. I oh, really? We're still continuing yeah. to watch the oh. forward season. Jack Anderson, thank <laughs> you very much. Jack. We love you, Jack. We really do. Oh, um, yeah, I do love it. I love you, Jack. Mwah. <laughs> no, I think, um, and, and thanks, Jay Jobs, for, you know, requesting my opinion. <laughs> the best <laughs> one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that, um, I, first of all, I like, the triple eviction idea um i think we could potentially like if david were to win hoh we could see two committee members go home which is ideal right and also i kind of hope that i know we want the episode like get going but i kind of hope we lull them into a false sense of security that it's not the double and then throw it at them, or we tell them it's a double. And then <laughs> when they think it's over, go, just kidding, there's that, one more. Yeah, that's okay. That's something well, I thought about too. So they treat the first hour like a normal double eviction, but Julie doesn't like exactly say double eviction to make them get like a false sense or anything. She just night. says, we're about to have another eviction. And then after the second one, she says, all right, we're about to have another eviction. Like I, if something like that happened, that would be big. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd be a she fan of it. She could call it like fast forward. Like she's, you know, did the very first time that we had a double eviction and she, that's what they called it is fast forward. Mm -hmm. So she could say that. Right. And that would, you know, not be lying. God knows we right. don't want Julie to lie. <laughs> the only problem, <laughs> this is just me getting like technical with it, is I feel like if she says that there's a triple eviction and says that there's going to be two weeks back to back, essentially, then I feel like people will be more incentivized that first week to take their shot at like, I don't think David would go home. Because they're like, well, there's going to be an HOH right after that. And if I take out David, I can't play in, like, the important HOH with all the committee members competing. You know what I mean? So I feel like almost Julie saying it's a triple really helps David uh, because the first week is going to happen. And I don't – I mean, if it was me, like, just you need to – if you win that HOH and you know that there's an HOH directly after where you're not going to have time to have those – 
important conversations and make those deals during your HOH and you can't compete in following HOH where all of your alliance members are competing to take a shot within your alliance, then it's like scary to go into that the way that would happen. So I would not put David up. I take my shot during my HOH and then, I mean, hoping David maybe survives that next one because the shots were already fired within the alliance. So they're just going to fight back. That's mm -hmm. what I'm hoping. And we can have David survive. Um, I don't know. I think David's odds are not horrible. Right. I think it's 50, 50, maybe. Well, I, I winning the game. They're pretty horrible, but like at getting, yeah. <laughs> getting past this triple eviction, they're not terrible. I mean, you have definitely Cody and Enzo that are going to bat for him at least. And Tyler to a large extent is going to as well. Um, so there is a lot of positive things going David's way because he is staying in this game just at the right time, which at the right time is, uh, you know, all the committee members having to go after each other. It's that time. It's finally that time. Uh, so I, I, this triple eviction is definitely going to stunt that. It's going to be really interesting to see how they're presented with the triple eviction, like Roxy said, uh, if they're going to be told up front or if it's kind of going to be drug out a little bit. And once the second person goes home, Julie's going to be like, all right, we have another one. Uh, because a double eviction is normally when we see in a season the people actually taking their shots. This is when everyone says, okay, this is it's going to be quick and painless. It can rip the Band-Aid off right here. If I win HOH, I'm going to make the move, and then it's done. That's it, yo. It's done. I'm friends with everyone. Uh, but it's... So I'm really hoping that's how it plays out, because after the second eviction, if someone has taken their shot, they're going to immediately regret making that decision by finding out that there's going to be a whole nother round that's about to play out, which is exciting to me that that could possibly happen mm -hmm. and also i just thought do you remember at the beginning of the season uh when julie chin was tweeting out all those random things with the three keys um do you think she was hinting at the triple eviction all the way at the beginning of the season do you remember that i do and we sat here and there was the whole theory about there's going to be three hohs uh we talked about that oh yeah 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 i think Maybe she, i bet she was talking about the triple eviction that's what she was hitting at all the way back then Sneaky Julie. Yeah. <laughs> joking Julie. Joking Every Julie. time. She's been joking <laughs> since before the season started. We thought it was he night is one. full of jokes. Uh, right? She's full of jokes. Is it obvious that my kid homeschools? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just the expert cartographer. We already, we right. already yes. stated it. Exactly. Me and Buster from Arrested Development. <laughs> See, they think the blue is land and the green is the water. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway. Anyway. Um, this week, obviously, I'm sure since this is like the week eight discussion, um, and we haven't really discussed since Ian's eviction, really. We barely even discussed on Ian's eviction because that was not... A, a very good uh, quality podcast that we had that night, um, but a lot of a lot of things have happened uh, in a sense since we last podcasted. We had Ian go, and then we had Davon go, which are two very predictable evictions. But this week has been, I like I thought last week was boring with Davon and Kevin being on the block, but this week is somehow like ten times more boring. <laughs> Just in the sense that 
we had the Cody and Kevin kind of, the world doesn't revolve around you, Cody. Uh, and then we just had nothing else from then on out, except for David in the veto competition, which I should mention is Otev, if you didn't know that, uh, even though they said it last night that it was going to be Otev. Uh, David in the veto competition, I guess had the option, obviously like the HOH where you can take a prize or power, decided to go for $10,000 as opposed to competing in OTEV, which I guess, I don't know how they laid it out. I guess some of like the, the objects that they had to go find, maybe some of them had like a money value to it, or one person could take the $10,000 and once they took it, they, nobody else could take the $10,000. The first round, David takes $10,000 and is eliminated from the competition. Uh, and, but that, that has been the only other point that we could probably make for the live feeds this week is that everyone is so pissed off at David for taking the $10,000 for no reason other than that they just are pissed at him. Like, <laughs> why are they mad? They They're all just looking for reasons. Because if you're really going to be mad about that, then be mad at the other people who have also either won or taken money in the game. But they're not mad about that. Yeah. Half right. of them just tried to get money get to HOH. Or, like, no, the logic especially from like Christmas this week where she was talking to the cameras about how dare Kevin, I was his replacement nominee. When <laughs> you won that veto and took yourself off the block, I went up in your place and you're trying to tell me blah, 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 blah. I made you fried rice like two weeks ago. <laughs> Christmas how has dare such you? She's got such she, weird oh, logic. No. Last week, we didn't get to talk about this, but when Davon <laughs> made her have not, and she was like, oh, what? So I nominate you, and now suddenly I'm the have not? <laughs> like, yeah, what? Like, She's like, girl, are you serious? Are you for real right now? <laughs> it's like, it, she cannot believe that someone has the audacity to play the game for themselves how dare you it's because she came from a season where mm -hmm. you all played for one player to win and so she doesn't understand this concept that you can have your own brain she's like how dare you do something that affects me because i'm the most important shut up i do Ugh. i do love that everyone in the house has collectively just become more and more i don't know if like scared is the right word but they seem like slightly more terrified of Christmas as like the days go on and not even for like game reasons. Of, just It reminds me of how they used to treat Sam and BB 20. Like they were like, <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's almost exactly it. Like when Sam walked in the room, I was like, Hey Sam. Hey. <laughs> Make an art and like, they were just like, yeah. Yeah. And when like they, she was in the room, like, Oh my God. Like, that's Christmas. so that's so right. It's like that's exactly it. because uh, Christmas is that way. Like she did this little and I saw this on the live feeds. She did this little like dance in front of the cameras, like with Cody in the room. And it was I don't even remember exactly what it was. It was hard to watch, I'll say that, but that's everything that Christmas does. And so she leaves the room and then Cody's just sitting on the bed and he just says, What was that? Sweet Jesus. <laughs> then it just cut the camera at the right spot. I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. I'm so glad I witnessed that. Uh, but yeah, everyone is like vroom, vroom scared of Christmas in that house right now. And I I, I don't blame them. We're equally terrified of her outside of this house. Um, <laughs> J-Jumps. Uh, but 
I don't know where I don't know where to go from here. Oh, okay. I know what I was gonna say. I saw someone in the okay. Real medical nectar said in the chat the Kevin and Cody convo was edited so poorly in the episode. I'm uh, the Roxy right now. Yeah, Roxy is like a. <laughs> she looks like a, a historic painting. That's what to say. She okay. looks like the screen painting. Oh, she's back. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and oh. now she's gone forever. Now she's back. This is gonna be the game we play. Oh, are you talking about me? I'm yeah, I was sorry. About I, was, you. I was click. Oh, sorry. I was looking at. I was clicking something. Oh, it's okay. Uh, we so were, sorry. You just like your camera had like you were stuck on this one position earlier where you just looked literally like the screen painting for a second. I don't know. Like it. It looked oh, like a, Edward. Um, what's his name? Munch? Scissor hands. Munch? Yes. What's that? Colin. Uh. Oh, okay. What was I going back to before we observed Roxy? Oh, Real Medical Nectar. Sorry, Real yeah. Medical Nectar. I can't even say that without flubbing my words. Real Medical Nectar said, the Kevin and Cody convo was edited so poorly in the episode. Uh, <laughs> meaning the episode last night. If you watched the episode last night, if you're not watching the episodes, that's fine. But essentially, there was this conversation on the episode that made it look like Kevin and Cody were talking and Kevin didn't like what Cody was saying as far as like why he was going to be a nominee and Cody saying that he doesn't really have a target and Kevin just just like uh, the world doesn't revolve around you Cody don't do this whole oh poor me act uh, I'm going to give my jury vote to the person who is at least honest with me like it was he was threatening his jury vote again um, and it didn't go well for Kevin like I don't blame Kevin for just doing that uh because i mean i would be frustrated too if i knew the dynamics of that house and at week after week not having things go my oh. way and roxy is gone forever uh we need to do islands in the stream for roxy as now daniel can be seen on two different cameras you're now half on daniel half on roxy <laughs> so yeah. looking great um if i go to the two people is there oh never mind roxy's back now so it doesn't really matter welcome back roxanne but Real Medical Nectar is right in the sense that that conversation was edited so much in its entirety. A lot of it was based around what Cody had heard from like Ian in, early on in the game. I say early on. It feels like forever ago when all of our all the people that we liked were still in the game, at least mm. um, when Ian had his whole epiphany after the wall yeller and was talking to Kevin, talking to Davon, talking to Bailey about how Cody and Nicole are running the house. You got the octopus. You got, you know, Derek pre-gamed with everyone. All of those conversations were leaked immediately after Christmas 1HOH, which we knew that. We Of course, we didn't see it play out because uh, I, don't, I don't think production was very comfortable with showing anything that had to do somewhat with the wall yeller. Um, and so all of that was kind of integrated into that conversation. And none of it, of course, was played out in the episode. It was just more so... Uh, I don't know. It, it, that, the conversation had no fluff other than that, so I'm surprised CBS even was able to like include it, but of course they had to because Cody talked about it in his nomination speech, and it was really the only exciting thing of that day because it got retold a million times uh, by Cody and Kevin as far as how that conversation went. But yeah, CBS did a horrible job at editing that. Speaking um, of, um, really quick before we like move on, two things. I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about OTAV, I don't know if like anybody that's listening right now gets into like the conspiracies of Big Brother, but the winner of OTAP has never won the game, so we can sleep well tonight knowing that, hopefully. I mean, I'm assuming 
there's not that many huge Cody fans out there. But um, other than that, on you were just talking about what it just my mind went so blank. Cody um, and Kevin. Yes. Okay. So threatening your jury vote typically like doesn't like work very well for the person threatening it. Yes. It usually just makes someone mad. So my question is, should somebody ever threaten their jury vote? And if so, should it be more like if you make this move, the jury won't respect you? Or should it just be you, you're not going to get my vote if you send me home? Like, how do you it go depends. about that? It's just dependent on there's variables. Just depends on the situation. Right. Uh it, it depends on the situation. I, I think the better reasoning is that it's not a good move for you in a sense, like as in if you make this move, the jury won't respect it. I feel like if you frame it like that, that's the mm-hmm. only way it works. Like I've never seen someone go and threaten the HOH with their jury vote and have that move work because it just doesn't, first of all, it doesn't usually play out like that. The people that, you know, a bitter juror is, I know it's been, it's been more relevant in recent seasons of Big Brother but I feel like more often than not, a juror is not going to be pissed off at the HOH that was responsible for sending them home. And I don't feel like an HOH should ever listen to a, a, a potential nominee when they say, I won't vote for you to win if you evict me. Because usually in the end, it doesn't play out like that. I mean, obviously, I don't agree that Cody should be in the DR saying, oh, I don't need his jury vote. Like, I get, I can get other votes because... Uh, how many 5-4 votes have we had recently? A lot. So, I mean, I think one vote does make a difference, Cody. I think you should definitely uh, think about that a little bit more than just tossing it aside, acting like Kevin's vote doesn't matter to you. Uh, That's where I think Cody might mess up a little bit. But as far as, like, Kevin saying that to Cody, you know, threatening his jury vote, I mean, what's Kevin going to do? I, like, I, I, I feel for Kevin a lot because he doesn't have anybody he doesn't have anybody that's willing to help him. It's another reason why he's going around, you know, today and yesterday being like, can you believe David took the money? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, but he has nothing else to do. He has nothing else that he can throw at the wall other than I will threaten you with a jury vote and I will go around and, you know, spew stuff about David because everyone else seems to be doing that. So I might as well, you know, also do that. I I, I get where Kevin's coming from, but... It, it doesn't really matter in the long run. Or is the approach, here's my approach. Cody, if you send me home this week, I'm willing to work with you. But in the event that you send me home, I will not only not vote for you, but all of my friends are in jury. I will walk in there and poison it. I will make sure that Davon and Ian will not vote for you. That will be three votes. And everyone that comes in here, when we sit down and watch the videos, I will trash talk you. I will make your game look pathetic. I will call you Derek's bitch. I will say anything I can to make sure you don't get these jury votes. And I mean, if we're looking at your history, getting jury votes is not your expertise. So you better keep me in this game. No. I would vote you out so fast if you said that to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's so fast. Exactly. Like, I feel like it's more about selling people on how you benefit them as opposed to how you can damage them. Because to me personally, I want to hear how you're going to help me. I don't want to hear how you think you're going to damage my game because I don't think you can. I'm more powerful than you because you're going home. So I want you to tell me how keeping you here benefits 
my game. And right, and if that plays out exactly like Daniel was saying, how do you frame that if you do get to final two? Uh, say you change your mind. Say you change your mind at that moment. Like, oh my gosh, I need this person to stay because they're going to taint the jury uh, and make it not in my favor. How do you explain that if you do make it to the end? Oh, I let them manipulate me into saving them because I was afraid they were going to talk bad about me in the jury. Then suddenly you look like so much worse of a player as opposed to having a backbone and be like, no, you're going to go home and being honest. Like it doesn't, it, that doesn't, it doesn't work to like in the short term and it doesn't work in the long term to me. So I don't, I, I've never really understood it. I think that kind of strategy can work in a, in a short term game. Like if you're playing like say like an online game or something like that, I do think you can use that strategy. I don't think it works for Big Brother. It's a long-term game. I don't think you can do that. All right. I feel like it's worked on Survivor before. I why do I like think I remember like someone using that plea? It wouldn't work on me. I'll put it that way. It might work on somebody else, but it it wouldn't work on me. I'd be like, see ya. All right, let me ask the both of you. Who has, at this point, now that we're down to nine people, nine, math, um, six committee members. And geography. And did you, <laughs> we have six committee members, and then we have Enzo, David, and Kevin, so nine. Uh, okay, with the nine people left, who has the best chance of getting to the end? Enzo. Mm -hmm. All right. I didn't say when. I said who has the best chance of getting to the end of at least like sitting in a final two spot. I, I, I would agree. Enzo, Memphis and Enzo. I think Enzo definitely number one. Memphis, I think if he gets past the triple, I think he's got a higher chance. Enzo is just so well insulated right now that I it's hard for me to mm -hmm. see him not at least – like like Danny and Nicole or and Devon all said at the beginning of this game, at least getting to top five, just because he's able to be friends with everyone. And he's so like, nobody is going to target him in that triple. Like if he's even on the block, I'll be surprised. Uh, he's that well positioned with people. And I mean, he's really one of the only names that nobody has really thrown out as their top couple of targets. And he knows it. Uh I wanted to say really quick, in Canada, like, I know it's probably not going to happen this way in the U.S., but in the can Canadian triple evictions, typically you do get, like, one of the two people that get sent home are one of those people who you don't think normally would go home under an HOH reign in the near future because typically what happens is, I mean, when you're picking from three instead of two, if, like, yeah, like, Enzo may have a great social game, but... Uh, Cody maybe sitting beside Enzo in Memphis or something. And Cody has stronger individual bonds more so than like an overall bubble of safety, if that makes sense. So sometimes like Willow and Big Brother Canada 3, uh, Pilar and Big Brother Canada, I don't remember. But like there's those types of players sometimes do get cut when there's like the three nominee format simply because they don't, they, yeah, they have like, they're not a huge threat or perceived as a huge threat and they're not going to be like a target, but they kind of get literally cut in the crosshairs. And that makes so. sense. 
I, I will I do wonder if on Thursday we will I like the potential of like going back to the three nominee uh scenario that we might have. I don't know. I like I, I doubt that that's what's gonna happen, but I like thinking about that potentially happening. Uh I could see someone who hasn't been on the block yet easily just go on well actually most of these people haven't been on the block yet we haven't seen memphis on the block we haven't seen cody on the block we haven't seen enzo on the block we haven't seen nicole or danny on the block as well five people in this game right is that the only five uh we got david and kevin and then uh christmas, christmas has no. been on the block and then yeah i think i think five. Danny? i said danny did you say danny okay did i say cody Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Wait, it's final what? It's gonna be finals. It'll be final six by Thursday night. Wait. So how many of the final whatever we're at right now have not been nominated? Five. Five of the final. It's final nine. Nine. That's like so pathetic. <laughs> really Christmas, is. Christmas is the only committee member to be nominated, right? No, Tyler. And sorry. It's because she wanted to be. Uh, yeah, it's because she asked to be. She literally and Tyler technically also. Wait, never mind. <laughs> For some reason in my mind, he went up during Christmas's HOH. He should have gone up during Christmas's HOH. He did not. Uh, I'm misremembering things. He went up on Danny's HOH. So yeah, five people left in the game who haven't gone on the block. Um, for those committee members. <sighs> All right. Does Enzo win against every single person in the house at final two, at this Probably. moment? Um, I think the only person that he, that might give him a run for the money is possibly Tyler, but I don't think so. I still think he wins. Yeah. I I think Tyler with his lack of wanting to be there, I think has Mm -hmm. cost him so much if he gets, if he does get to the end. Um, yeah. You don't think that Cody might win over Enzo? I don't, oh, that's tough. Because like I don't know, I feel like people see Cody as like the head of that group. Depends on it. Depend. I mean, it's dependent on so many variables. It just depends on um, Cody's role in you know different evictions, different jurors' evictions, and how they feel about their demise in the game. Cody's not great at management. Enzo is. He's friends with everyone. Uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but like, if, if Cody and Enzo are in the final two, you have Nicole and Jury. You have Danny and Jury. You have Davon and Jury. You have Ian and Jury, and then you'd have Christmas in Memphis and Kevin and Dave. It's just. Who likes Cody out of that group? That's not Nicole. <laughs> is it anyone? I mean, Danny. Danny to an extent, but even Danny is kind of clocked, you know, Cody to some degree as ter- in terms of how dangerous and how big of a threat he is. Obviously, he gets overshadowed by Tyler mostly, um, but. Danny and Cody both have talked about each other negatively on many occasions uh, in terms of game, even personally sometimes. Who knows? You know, they they bicker. Uh, like any good couple, they bicker. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, 
but um yeah I, I i do think at this point enzo beats everyone i think memphis would have a good case against him in terms of being able to create the committee uh and being able to stunt that but memphis is just such a poor like friend in the house <laughs> to everyone that um it, it'd be a little bit difficult for him but the positive side of that is he's so honest with everyone that he tells them when they're going home which is like the biggest thing you can do with a jury especially if you go back to Davon's speech that's just what she looked for uh and someone like memphis has been able to provide that so i don't know i feel like memphis could have a good case for himself even though he is just not the best guy uh, <laughs> and that's me being nice but was he like this in big brother 10 because like roxy you watch live feeds right do you remember him being yeah, this... i mean cranky yeah main yes yeah except yeah. he was he mixed in well though because everyone in big brother 10 fought with each other so well uh, he was much younger then and his bedtime was not as early which did make a difference he hmm. you know like the other night um well i guess the night they played veto listen it was past his bedtime and he was like i i've got to go to bed like the longer the feeds were out i was like Memphis has already murdered everyone in the house because they kept him up too late. That's what's happened. <laughs> he's so just, he's very cranky. He, Memphis needs his sleep and a warm blankie. He needs a lot of things. He really does. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Nicole Franzel. What case does she have to win at this point? I think that if Nicole gets there, like it's going to be like, I feel like no one's gonna like love voting for her, but I think that she might get the votes. I think Why? against. I think I don't think she wins against. A few, I think she does get Danned uh, at the end against a few people. Obviously, if she's there with like David, she's. I think she's gonna win again. Okay, so we're gonna. Well, yes, against David, she can win, but. Well, anyone in, would win against David, David. Let me just point that out right now. Well, at this at this juncture. Unless David has a phenomenal, you know, last part of the game, I think anyone can beat him. However, what has Nicole done? What has she done? I mean, you could have a good argument that Nicole has done in large part what she did on 18, which is complain enough to get rid of the people that she doesn't want around. Uh, which she did well to an extent, except... I don't know. I don't know cuz early on the I people that vote for her. She hasn't she hasn't had power yet. That's the big thing with Nicole. And I feel like in 18 she had a lot more power go her way. She won a lot yeah. more competitions. And so to say a lot that more, she, she's won nothing. <laughs> I, I was say she's won if she won infinitely more competitions percentage wise <laughs> in BB18 than she has this season. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, Which is exactly why I wouldn't vote for her at the end. And it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that she has won previously. It's because she hasn't done anything. I, don't, I do not believe that she could stand up in front of me and articulate her game strategy and have it be 
you know, not fabricated because she, I mean, yes, but also no, because I mean, we could, what has Memphis done? What has all these other people done? Like, you know what I mean? Memphis made the committee. He has won two okay, HOHs. I like was going to do that. Like, that group was already together. They just, he rallied them up. Like, okay. And he's also won things and had power and used it with, so a, <laughs> well, I didn't say his moves were good. I said he had power and he used it um, without the influence of anybody else. Cause he refused to talk to him like a numbskull, but at least he had the ability to make decisions. She's got none. What's she have Cody? I just can't with her. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people shit on Nicole's game and like I it's not the most like appealing to like take from as a viewer. Like I don't like love it, especially when she's crying about No, 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 no. Like no, Nicole is great at the game. Annoying to watch, but really good at this game. I, I think this is her worst gameplay season. I think I honestly think she played better in 16 than she's played any other time and she didn't she was terrible then. How? How do you think 18, that? Okay. And actually that's not true. Slap me right now. That's not true. <laughs> that was me hating her. Um, I do think 18, she did play better um, than she played. I don't think she's played as well this season as she's played the other two seasons at all. I really, and, and that's not me hating her. I really believe that. And and I do think she was an underrated, decent player in 18. So, and it's, you think that because she doesn't have like a defining move? Is that like your main thing or? I don't think she has any moves other than crying and attaching herself to, she's what? Victoria. I think she did a good part no, with pinning the vote on David uh, after, after is... Ian got evicted. I think she did a great part in that. Uh, and that's probably her biggest move in this game so far. That she was forced into doing. Forced? I don't know. She kind of, <laughs> that was kind of her idea. Ish. But then even after she made that move, she was still like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm lying. Like, that's when she loses me because she, def- she doesn't own her moves. And that's exactly why I don't think she should have won 18 because she every move that she made, she was also just like, oh, but like, I'm still. Okay, but Paul also did that. Yeah, but he was also on the block like 10 times. So I was just like, ah, you know what? Just give it to Paul, you know? Would you rather have the opposite? Him never on the block because you got that next season. So pick your Paul. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I, I don't argue with you. 18 Paul was way more <laughs> appealing than 19 Paul, and no one has ever said otherwise. Don't worry. I, I don't think that Nicole's game is like... <laughs> impressive that she is able to have this stigma, because I do think that out of everyone coming in... I mean, remember when we all thought that Nicole was going to go pre-jury because of all this like preseason drama and all that? And I don't know. I just think that she's... She's good at surviving. She's good at, like, I guess, personal bonds with people. She connects strong bonds. And I think that that's, like, a within itself. Like, to... No, she is. Somebody in chat said... Pushing what she wants. And, I mean, like, we saw it with Janelle. She wouldn't shut up until Janelle left. And now that Janelle left, it was... You know what I'm saying? Like she's good at. And like now that. that Janelle left, she still talks about her. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she. That was a strategy. That was jealousy. Move on. I, you're, you're telling me. I'm. I'm very aware. I'm just saying. 
I do think the ability to have a social game, you do not have to have power in the game to be a good player. You do have to have a good like social game. You have to have something to balance that out. That is true. I just, I, mean, I, I guess like it really. Song, like she huh? never won until like what final five or something. And she's one and of she's the... an infinitely better player than Nicole, in my opinion. But, but I'm not arguing. I'm just I... saying, like, to add on to your point, like, you don't need power in competitions. You can have power in like social currency, or there's multiple. But I don't think power. that she's instrumental in making decisions with her. It's not. It's not enough to just be friendly with people. I think you also have to use your relationships to push moves and i just don't know that she does that does she complain about people yeah but she's a complainer i don't know if i see it as strategy but maybe that's just a bias because she's so freaking annoying to me (laughs) so maybe it is and i just don't want to admit it i'm not going to admit it so but I just don't think she's played as well this season as she did before. Okay, so Roxy, in the event that somehow Nicole Franzel becomes the first two-time winner, are you ready to slogan her, the queen stays queen? Absolutely not. Never. I would never do that. No, Nicole never deserves that title. If she could win the game ten times in a row, and I would never give her that title. (laughs) No, I'm low-key ready to just say... Queen stays queen, Nicole Franzel. <laughs> no, because I don't think I, there's lots of times that I think better players don't win. Why would I call her a queen? <laughs> She's like the rat snake queen. <laughs> the rat snake queen. I'll go with that <laughs> the one. Queen That's of fine. Snake rats. I could do that. Yes. No, that I, 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 think, I think Nicole has played fine. I I think. This is in large part. I I think she's playing a similar game to 18, but she hasn't been able to make the moves because she hasn't won anything like she did on 18. Uh, So that's where I think that her game falls a little bit. And depending on who she would be up against, besides the fact that she's already won the game. Yeah. There are people I think she could win against. Yeah. Does she win against Danny Donato Briones? No, I think she does. I think she does, but I don't think she should. Really? You think that she's going to... Okay, I think that Danny will have the votes of the Davons and Kevins and even uh, David. Yes. So that's three already. And I mean, it just takes like... Is Nicole that good at pitching herself? I feel like she cracks I don't know. It would, it, would have to, it would have to be because of Danny... Not realizing how many times she's gotten, I wouldn't say played, but how many times people have talked behind her back and how against yes. her everyone is. That's where I think she, she has would fall. no idea that she is the bottom of the whatever. She's in the lowest position yeah. of her alliance. That, and at this point, that's why I would be annoyed if she won. That's so annoying. That's exactly what I would say if she won. Uh, but <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> because she has not played a great game in the sense that she thinks that she is playing a fantastic game. She thinks that she is 
not exactly the puppet master, but she thinks she's she's doing a pretty phenomenal job at you know forming these relationships and keeping up with them and having a good uh, rep repertoire. Rep no, uh, good. What's the word I'm looking for? I almost I had a word. I don't know why repertoire came out, but it's a different word. Thinking that she had she's you know in good standing with a lot of the other players in the game but really she's not and in fact a lot of these players are coming after her that she thinks she's in good standing with and that's why i would be kind of annoyed if she won <laughs> because I, I but it it just depends on some of those jury votes like again if she's up against nicole there's going to be some anti-nicole votes that are thrown in there that i don't uh necessarily think would be there unless danny was up against nicole uh so it just Danny's a tough one to try to think about. Um, is it so frustrating? It's just so weird. Like <laughs> that, those dumb rogue votes. God, I hope she like. I hope someone calls her out on that eventually. Just so, <laughs> I hope Cody brings that up again about the rogue vote. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I just want that conversation to be brought up. I think he actually did talk about it not that long ago. Uh, it may have been this. I week. mean, I don't think. I don't think anyone in the house is playing a great game. Like, I honestly do not. I don't see any great gameplay. I That's see okay-ish like, yeah. gameplay. You're, like, talking about Nicole. I was like, I mean, like, yeah, she hasn't, like, made, like, that many moves or whatever, yeah. but... Has anyone? <laughs> no, so, nobody has. No, and that's why this season is so hard to really pinpoint as far as, like, who it would be a strong leader. I mean, I honestly think Enzo has the best game in the house right now. Just because he's friends I'm with everyone. Listen, I'm going to say that again. Enzo has the best game in the house right now. And he voted to keep Janelle. <laughs> Which is what I'm basing this on entirely. This is like when Jackson Mickey voted to keep Kemi and then won. He, yeah, Mickey threw the first rogue vote. And won the game. Is there a, is there a, another stat for that? The first person to throw a rogue vote winning the game? Uh, no, just keep the queen of the season and you'll win. I think that's the motto. Going back to the Otev <laughs> curse for a second. Um, the, Tyler knew about the Otev curse. And then after the competition, told Enzo about it. And Enzo was like, oh, let's find it. And, I, and then Tyler was like, don't tell Cody. Yeah. Though. Don't tell Cody about it. And then later, Tyler and Cody were in the HOH room, I think. Uh, Wait, who mentioned it to Enzo? Tyler. Okay. And then Enzo walks in and says, I didn't win it because of the, you know, the curse, yo. Uh, and Cody was like, oh, yeah, Tyler, did you hear about the OTEP curse? And then <laughs> Tyler was like, Enzo, I was the one who, I was the one who told him. I was the one who told Enzo about that. And Enzo <laughs> was just like, I didn't know if I was supposed to say something. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Enzo walked in and just pretended like he had, you know, thought of this curse himself or he you know came into the house him. knowing this this big stat well, and then pretended into the that. part of that stat right yeah he went well after. yes because he yeah he was like that was why tyler told after him because out of reagan's hands how dare he yeah. he didn't just rip it like he <laughs> it was an assault no i'm just kidding <laughs> it wasn't but like he he was kind of upset that he didn't like you know hold the like keep his title or whatever his his Otev title and Tyler's like I mean why would you want to that means you're not gonna win the game and then Enzo's like oh yo okay like you know <laughs> so that's how that went 
I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, out of the people that are left in the house, I would like to see Memphis and Enzo in the end. I mean, because I know that it's not going to be... I mean, out of the people who are going to be left, that's who I'd like I to want, see. I want David to win, and then I want Danny to win. So tell me how I'm going to fill the rest of the season. <laughs> how About I the feel. same as you felt um, the first half of the season. <laughs> Yeah, and going back to Nicole, I never. I you mentioned her, us thinking like maybe she'll go pre-jury because of all the preseason drama. As soon as that season started, as soon as the feeds came on, I was like, oh, Nicole's probably lasting a long time. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. It was just, I guess, the way she interacted. She's a winner. She I won the game. Do, has anyone talked about you know like anyone being a winner? And <laughs> does anyone know? Does anyone know that I won? <laughs> Oh God, man! I really hope she doesn't win again. Like so bad. I, okay, scenario. Um, how does David win the game? He sits there beside. He wins like a bunch of comps, which I mean he could. I mean he hasn't, but I feel like he could maybe if you if you won a lot of competitions good. and made his way he just carved his way to final two but then maybe. then maybe maybe he's got a shot but okay realistically he's not gonna win more than if he does make it to the end he's probably not gonna win more than what a couple of competitions on his way there if that how does he mm -hmm. how, how does he make an argument um if, i think that more so how David wins is the people in the jury house, like Davon, Kevin, uh, more so trying to get the people at jury to root for him because, oh, yeah, Memphis just took you out in that triple eviction. Like, we don't like him. Uh, Enzo's been floating by. Like, that's not a cool game. Like, it's better to get your – you know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know. I think that if the jury – portion is like almost playing half of his game for him then he could make a run for it and maybe win five votes i think that's annoying though if you've played a lesser game and <laughs> that's so annoying well, i feel like so annoying. david came in with like with almost zero win equity as it was because he was like a first boot on his season oh he so... came in with zero equity he came in with not like I, don't even give him zero equity. He came in. He was like, upside down. He was completely in the red. Right. Especially if you ask Memphis. He's a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> he knows uh, he's a rookie. He knows nothing about the game. He doesn't know who Dr. Will is. Uh, he hasn't. I don't know if he's confirmed that or not, but I just know he doesn't know who Dr. Will is. He didn't even know how Vita worked for, you know, the first week and a half. I'm pretty sure. He says that was just him, you know, pretending like he does he didn't know, but I don't know if he really did. Uh him at the end would be very interesting just to hear what his defense is. I think obviously he might pull the whole I, you know, played up that I didn't know what was going on in the game, but really I did. You remember on you remember last season when I said that one time that there was alliances in the house and then there was? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I also played this season as well. And then he would just like sit down. Like, I don't know. I don't know what his. And his I have a 187 IQ. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. No, you don't. 
I don't know. That's, mm-hmm. If he's at the final two, people are going to remember that $10,000 he took. They're going to bring it up. <laughs> Jay Jobs asked if I was doing my taxes. No, I was drawing a pumpkin in a field. I was doodling in this notebook. He's drawing a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> She's just mapping over there. She's about to add to her map. Yeah, I'm just adding to the cartography collection. <laughs> <laughs> She's adding the northern part of Canada right now. I just, I have uh, ADHD and sometimes like, um, it just helps me to pay attention if I'm doodling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> just have it. It's okay. I'm definitely not doing my taxes. That requires math. Uh, I'm just not got allowed alcohol to do that. Home. So let's hope Kevin drinks a lot of it and has a, a moment. <laughs> Keep it away from or Christmas two. is all I can say. Uh, Caitlin says tax the rich and then she said tax David. <laughs> he is the, he is the richest one in the house right now if we're going by like what how much currency they had in the game at the beginning versus now. He does have the most. Uh, I think it's something like 60, $63,000. You got a 43000 No, let's see. No, it's like $43,000 stipend that they got or uh, – and then they got like $5,000 for making it to jury. And then you got 10 more thousand dollars. So that's actually like $58,000. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe he can get 558000 by the end of this. He won't. But theories, scenarios. <laughs> um, all right. This is this is fun. Uh, I try, is there I, anything else to talk about? Because I, I, I am drained. I mean, the other things that have happened this week, obviously Enzo outed the wise guys. Uh, Cody outed half of the wise guys to Nicole um, in defense of, you know, wanting to go after Christmas. He brought up that final three that was formed. Um, Other than that, I really don't know. I mean, obviously the HOH competition was frustrating because uh, Kevin decided to redo, you know, his third shot. And that was annoying, even though he wouldn't have won anyway. I was just annoyed that he had that five and then he decided, you know what? I'm going to do my third shot and then just launches it out of bounds. Um, <laughs> Choke. See. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Danny wanted to use her power in Memphis and Memphis was like, I don't really want her to do that. And then she did it anyway. And he was kind of like, <laughs> yay. Uh, I'm glad all the powers are gone. Christmas never got to use hers. Rest in peace um just like the cloud up yeah overall what do you what, what do we think about the powers now that the powers have ended uh are they a flop or were they a plus or or were the they just David kind of mediocre was nice. it was something they were got something. tyler on the block for a minute yeah it made some but. excitement at least with putting tyler on the block so i i'll take that even though um. They they did more than the twist this week did. How about that? Yeah, I'll give it that. Because <laughs> the twist this week essentially did nothing but make people mad at David. Um, but really, I think they're only mad at David because they he's the next obvious target, so they just want to point anything at him that they can in order to make people you know remember. Oh yeah, David's the target uh, next week. Not me. Not me. Ha 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 ha. Look at David. Um, but yeah. All right. Next question. And it could be one of my final questions. I think we should all predict a scenario for Thursday night and how it will play out. 
and we can, we should see who is the most right by the end of it. Uh-huh. Wait, we each... should this be a, a scenario that we think is plausible, or is this just I wish this would happen scenario? We can, we can do a little bit of both, but I think we should each make a prediction for what we think will happen Thursday night in terms of who wins HOH. Uh, why not? We, let's just say who wins veto as well. We're going to make a prediction in terms of there's no three nominees. Uh, uh-huh. Let's just do like two different rounds that are going to play out separately on Thursday and make our predictions from there. Okay, are you ready? Yes, Here's Daniel, mine. go. This is like what I think is going to happen with a little bit of like pixie dust and like hopes of some excitement. So I think Kevin's going to go. All right. And then um, give me like a Christmas HOH or something like that. I think Christmas might win that first HOH. Actually, no, scratch that. It's going to be Enzo. Enzo's going to win the first HOH. I think that he'll put up Danny and Nicole right on the block. Okay, so Enzo HOH, Danny and Nicole nominated. Yeah, so then I think Danny's going to pull out a veto. Okay, Danny Vito. Renom is going to be David, and I think they send home Nicole, I think. Interesting. Okay. And then it gets more interesting. Then Danny (laughs) wins HOH. (laughs) And then nominates um, to... Memphis okay, and Enzo. Let's say, I don't know. David wins the veto, doesn't use, and Memphis goes home. Ooh. I feel like that's pretty exciting. So just to recap a little bit, we have Kevin getting evicted first. I think that's the default. Um, we have Enzo winning HOH and nominating Danny and Nicole straight up. Danny wins the veto, takes herself off. David is the renom, and then Nicole is evicted. I'd be interested to see who votes Nicole out. Uh, Danny wins HOH, Memphis and Enzo nominated. David wins veto, and Memphis goes. Interesting. Okay. Oh, okay. Caitlin's given her prediction in the chat too. Anyone who wants to give their prediction, please give it. I'll screenshot all of these and then we can compare notes <laughs> on Thursday night. Um, Roxy, do you have your prediction or do you want me to go? Um, you go. <laughs> I kind of made mine up. Okay. I went <laughs> all right. Barrett's prediction. I had to make my own notes. All right. So Kevin's going to get evicted. That much is known. Okay, so HOH, hmm, this is interesting, because who really wants to win HOH? I don't think Enzo wants to win. Cody can't compete. Um, ah, I, th- I have to think in terms of what's the worst possible scenario that could play out, which is, I think, in this case, Nicole winning HOH. So I'm going to say Nicole's going to win HOH, and she's going to nominate Memphis... And dare I say, I'm going to say Memphis and David. I don't think she nominates Tyler straight up. Or maybe she nominates Tyler and David with Memphis as the back door. Oh, this is this is a good one. Tyler's been up on the block before. 
I'm going to say Tyler and David go up on the block if Nicole wins HOA. Wait, who's your... Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to say Tyler wins the veto because he always does. And then Memphis is going to be the renom. So we have Memphis and David on the block. I think David goes in that scenario. I Wait, I, got, I have to think about this, though. Because Enzo and Cody aren't going to evict memphis i don't think christmas i don't know if she would either now that they've got this whole wise guy the thing is christmas christmas's head is is tough to think about um mm. i think david goes uh which is again the worst possible scenario but you have to think about that when you're talking about big brother um and then the next hoh how can they get worse from here um I think Memphis you imagine is... If David, if David does go, like, can we, like... That's ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the worst Can possible. we, what, quit? <laughs> can they just, like, just kidding, joking, Julie? It's a quadruple <laughs> monopole eviction tonight. You're all going home. <laughs> all right. So Jeffrey said, all I know is these all-stars are somehow going to make this triple eviction a snooze, which is why I think that Memphis is going to win the next HOH. And... <laughs> Memphis would nominate Danny and Nicole, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Um, and so Danny and Nicole. And so then I think I'm going to go ahead and say Memphis also wins the veto. And then doesn't use it and Danny goes. So to recap, Kevin gets evicted. Nicole with the HOH. Tyler and David go on the block. Tyler wins the veto. Memphis the renom. David is evicted. Memphis then wins HOH, nominates Danny and Nicole. Memphis also wins the veto, and Danny goes. Roxy, your turn. Round it out. Okay, so Kevin goes home Thursday. And then, accidentally, Danny wins the HOH. Again, she wasn't trying again because she thinks she's Is in a like great the spot. Moment where she's like, "Dang it, I didn't want to win this." <laughs> yes, I think she actively tries to not win, accidentally wins. Okay. And then she's going to nominate um, Memphis, obviously. Okay. My question: I, I, I do not think she'll put David up. I think she'll put Christmas up against Memphis. Memphis and Christmas, right? But then Christmas wins the veto. Oh, twist. So she, poor, poor Danny, has to nominate someone again. And since she's already nominated Tyler once, she throws him up there. And um and then between Tyler and Memphis, because Danny really wants Memphis to go home, they send Tyler home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that's re- I I really do think Tyler would go though if he was up against Memphis at this point. It's so funny to me if that would happen. And then so okay, so Kevin and Tyler are gone. <laughs> so then we have H O H. And Christmas is pissed because she just had to go on the block. So she guns for it. How dare you play your own game, she says. And then... <laughs> You've got a narrative into this one. Wow. 
I would be great in the DR. <laughs> and so then Christmas wins HOH in an act of revenge. And so she throws Danny and Nicole on the block. Dun, dun, dun. And then the veto queen, Danny, who's great at playing from the bottom, which she just doesn't know she's there yet. But, you know, anyway, Danny wins veto. Oh, no. What's Christmas going to do? We all yell. <laughs> well, <laughs> Christmas is like, you know what? That David, he took $10,000 and I haven't forgotten it. No, we're not talking about my five grand. We're talking about David. <laughs> so she throws David up against Nicole. And then, in a miraculous twist of fate, Nicole is voted out. Whoa. It's a miracle. That's how it's going to happen. <laughs> All right, so to recap Roxy's, we have Kevin evicted, Danny winning the HOH, nominating Memphis and Christmas, or I like to call, as I like to call them, Memphis. Christmas wins the veto. Tyler is the renom. Tyler is evicted, sitting next to Memphis. And then we have Christmas winning the HOH in a revenge act, uh, nominating Danny and Nicole up together, which I think she would do. Anyway, even if she mm -hmm. wins the first HOH, it doesn't have to be a revenge act necessarily. I think Christmas would just nominate them regardless. Uh, Danny wins. Well, I do too. Yes. Danny wins the veto. David is the default renom, I think, in any scenario for a lot of people. Uh, mm -hmm. And then Nicole is evicted. And oh my gosh, we have two more predictions in the chat, which I'm going to go and screenshot in a second. But to recap, even the recap, our evictions for tomorrow for Daniel. We have Kevin, Nicole, <laughs> and Memphis. For myself, I have Kevin, David, and Danny. And then Roxy has Kevin, Tyler, and Nicole. All right. Do so, we all have Nicole or Barry, no, you don't have uh, You two have Nicole. I have Danny. Yeah. So, and Roxy believe in Danny's abilities to pull out a veto when she needs it. I mean, historically, she has, so I'm going with that. And Shyboy in chat makes a good point. Christmas would never win by trying. Look at her track record. She can't win on her own, only by default. Track record, no pun intended. But I digress. This is true, but Shyboy Shimmer, you are underestimating <laughs> Christmas's... Um, she CrossFits, okay? This, uh, she, she is a CrossFitter, in case you didn't know. But you're underestimating her sense of being violated by someone else daring to do anything for their own future in the game. Because this is about Christmas, damn it. So you see, what's going to happen is she's never been in this position, shy boy. What's going to happen is Christmas is going to be like, how dare you? That's exactly what she's going to say. How dare you? And for this, I must win. And she will. And listen, I didn't make this up. This is a fact. <laughs> what is wrong with me right I now? Don't know. It, I, did, I think as soon as Christmas is thrown into any scenario, you automatically want to turn it into like a twas the night before Christmas uh, <laughs> reading aloud. She'll be out there in her kerchief and hat 
she's gonna throw open things and things will be a clatter and she's gonna like i don't know there was like a sash or something involved i don't know i'm gonna have to get that book out (laughs) (laughs) okay so who what's the best scenario because i personally think mine would be the best Oh, okay. You wanna you wanna give your the the best scenario, like what we hope what happens. I I don't want all three of us to give what we hope will happen, but I think we could collectively come up with. No, I'm saying like out of like our predictions, which would you rather have? Oh, definitely not mine. Mine was definitely based off of how the season has gone so far. Let me see Roxy's one more time. I guess you pulled it up. It's up on the screen. Um, Honestly, Roxy's is not that bad. Thanks. Such a compliment, <laughs> Daniel. Kevin, Tyler, and Nicole. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Actually, Roxy's doesn't suck that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Actually, Roxy's almost not the worst. <laughs> I mean, two out of three of y'all are the same, so it's, it's just a matter of if you think... Or who would you rather see go, Tyler or Memphis? I think I'd rather Tyler go. I definitely would rather Tyler, but God, the the gods around me just tried to like not let me say it, but I'm saying it anyway. Tyler I would e- rather. Vic- <laughs> Julie just explodes. Like... Joking, Julie, get out of here. I'd rather see Tyler leave. I mean, yeah. you know. I'd rather Roxy's pan out. Is there any scenario... Where we can see everyone leave on Thursday. <laughs> All it takes is one hmm. positive test. Oh, that got dark. Yeah, it did. But that is the only way, really. I think I have a plan formulating. <laughs> yeah. We can We're make this work. Going to California. Or maybe they'll just be so fed up with the wall yellers that they'll just cancel the season. <laughs> not likely maybe <laughs> one of my friends uh brett said that instead of a wall yeller they should um integrate a t-shirt cannon to shoot over the wall that it has a coded message on it instead which i think is a way more entertaining way to really let the house guests in on a plan um, or just like put inside like a speaker of like a replaying message and like shoot the message into the backyard so it's very clear the message is very clear whatever the speaker is screaming at them. (laughs) Real Medical Nectar says, what if a yeller spoils the triple for them? I could see that (laughs) happening, unfortunately. I could totally see that happening. Get someone's out in the triple. (laughs) And they'll be like, what? Whose nipple is showing? They won't (laughs) hear it. It'll, It'll be like... We're all clothes. Miss her. We're all clothes. We all have shirts on. <laughs> exactly. That's what that's what we need. We just need an open dialogue between the wall yeller and a house guest at some point. <laughs> I just like to make up scenarios where there is an open dialogue between the house guest and the wall yeller, but I just want it to be all wrong, like the the wall yeller is yelling pertinent information. The house guests are mishearing the information and then yelling back something like so ridiculous. 
<laughs> that's what I want to see because at this point we're not going to see gameplay and strategy. So can I at least see some entertainment? Anything, please. Christmas and Tyler have a final two. Tyler, I don't know what's going on, but apparently you've got a spinal bruise. I, I, I have to, I have to <laughs> check your back. Have y'all been watching the episodes, like the edited episodes? Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed? I feel like CBS is giving like a lot of screen time and credit to Christmas on a lot of like weird things that I just don't think that she deserves. Like anything? <laughs> like everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, almost like it's winner's edit and I'm like, um... There's no such thing as a winner's edit in Big Brother unless you're yes, Jackson, Mickey, or Tyler Crispin, or Frey Goody, or... <laughs> Tyler got the winner's edit and I stand by that. Derek got the winner's edit. And I stand Not by Not in the that. beginning. Rachel got the winners at it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're all you're naming. It. Well, okay. Besides Rachel, you're naming smart people, and <gasps> so, <laughs> Rachel is very smart. Speaking of Rachel, <laughs> this whole uh, ten thousand dollars thing with David is like hardcore, reminding me of uh, Kathy apologize um, when Kathy won. Oh my god! Or when Kathy knocked Rachel out of the veto competition in 12 like i would that's like the vibe i was getting which was a nice throwback rachel i'm not apologizing for nothing yes you are <laughs> are you just such a spoiled brat mentality yes i am yeah that's like i just i i and i like rachel like i do like rachel now but no but um that really was irritating it's the I, worst i loved rachel every second every day i didn't like rachel on bb12 i didn't like rachel <laughs> when brendan was there on bb13 after brendan left i liked rachel a lot more uh so there's a big difference obviously uh, I mean, we've talked about this extensively. I'm not going to talk about Pandora's box and BB-13. It's It's been said enough, uh, which is why I view that season differently. Um, but I digress. Rachel is not. But production dumb. helps that. But never mind. Let's not let's not get into that. <laughs> it's a different podcast. Right. It's a, it's a much different podcast. All right. Are you ready to wrap this up? Wait, really quick. It's Big Brother related. Last night I had a dream that me and Robin Cass were like talking. She was like, you should come apply. And then I like woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you fit you fit that in to this I just, podcast. Like, thought I would say because it was like a weird dream. Like, me and Robin she... Cass were like out having lunch or something. Do you think she went to the lot today and was like, guys, I had this dream uh, where I told <laughs> Daniel Icon Brown to apply and then I woke up. Like, <laughs> well, oh, we never said what the best scenario for Thursday would be. Uh, I th I think like who is the three that we would want to see gone the most? Cody for me personally. Okay, I agree. Um, I, Kevin, well, I feel like we have to say by default at this point. So the other two. Uh, no, David goes between David and Kevin. Maybe. No, <laughs> actually. <laughs> 
No. No, this I is, think I still it, want David to stay. I'm not over Kevin yet. Um, okay, so Kevin goes. David wins HOH and is like, you thought you were going to manipulate me into getting out. Dan and Cole, Cody, take a seat. And Enzo, take a seat. Or something like that happens. And then the second one, kick Tyler out of there. Cody and Tyler. I would say Cody and Nicole uh, would be my other two. But but I feel like the, season, the rest of the season would be more interesting with Nicole in there. Right? No. I'm going to say Tyler. No. Yes, he, it would. Instead of Tyler, Tyler would just... I don't know. It's really it. hard for me to pass up seeing Nicole out of the house. I don't know. I don't think I could pass it up. Same thing with Cody. Like... If you're telling, like, even over Tyler, I guess, like, if I can get the Cody or Nicole out, I'd rather see them gone. Even though Tyler doesn't really want to be there, I don't know. It's hard for me to pass that up. I'm sorry. I don't want Tyler in there either, but, I mean, if Cody and Nicole are up on the block, I mean, go for it. <sighs> All right. We good? Well, as good as we can be right. in this. Yes. All right. Well, that's about it from us. Thank you for everyone who has watched us on this hour and a half long episode. Oh my gosh. Um, no, this was, this was fun. I don't know how we got an hour and a half out of nothing happening this week, but I'm impressed that we did. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening after the fact on Apple podcast or any podcast platform, we are there. Even though we haven't been there in a while, we're going to be there tonight. Uh, if you want to listen to us rather than watch our faces live, if you're on your way to work or whatever, if you'd rather listen to us, we are on any podcast platform. If you want to find us wherever, but the Apple podcast link is in the description below, as well as the link to our Facebook group. If you want to keep in touch with us 24-7 and talk Big Brother, feel free to join our group. Click that link. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I am at Spicy Barrett. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. Daniel is at Daniel Icon Brown. What else do I have? To, I don't think I say anything else. Um, yeah, we'll be back Thursday night after the triple eviction. Three people will be gone from the Big Brother house. We'll see the top six there informed as we gear up for hopefully a remainder of a season that's a lot more full of gameplay uh, than we had during the season. Maybe we'll see as much gameplay as there was before the season even started finally come about in the house. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah. We will, we will see you guys then. Keep in touch with us then, or until then, I should say. And we will see you when we see you. Bye.